This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Second period, Senators lead the Canadians 1-0 late in the first period. Wild up 1-0 on the Red Wings. Later, the Canucks up against the Flames. Tomorrow, the Oilers back home to face the St. Louis Blues. Third and final meeting of the season between those two teams. 5.30 face-off show here on 6.30, Chad. The puck will drop at 7. NBA tonight, dying seconds of the first quarter. Raptors leading Sacramento 29-23. We will get rolling with our weekly guest on the show. He is powered by Sentinel Storage, Shop Canadian, Store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster with the NHL on Rogers. Edmonton native, Kelly Rudy checking in. Kelly, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Reading yourself? I am doing very well. It is great to have you on the show here, December 14th. Leading, like, Are you done your Christmas shopping? Is the Rudy family ready to rock and roll? <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a great question, Reed. <laughs> you, you caught me off guard. Here's how it's, it rolls in our family. My lovely wife, Donna, uh, she handles the shopping and she has for years. Um, and, but it's sort of winding down for our children, right? Because they're, uh, they're at that age that uh, they're not really looking forward to the presents as much. Would they still get a little something from mom and dad? Uh, it's all about the grandchildren and Donna and I have not exchanged gifts in years. We do something like we'll say okay we're going to buy this little uh, uh, weekend getaway and that'll be our gift to each other so something very simple like that and how about yourself how is the shopping going uh not bad uh you know parents don't expect or want a lot though i try to get them right. a little uh some friends and cousins i gotta maybe pick up some some little things for but uh gotcha yeah and, and a lot of people like you said they might like a, an experience or you know let's just try to do something together that maybe we've been planning right. on especially after the pandemic kept us uh, away from yeah. our interest for a while so but it sounds like 100%. in your family it sounds yeah. like donna is the brains 
She's also the beauty, so I'm not sure what that leaves you as. But uh... <laughs> I'm the guy that goes to work every day and slugs it out. Yeah. How's that sound? That's, yeah. that's all my duty. That's all it, that entails. There's there's no brains. There's no beauty. There's nothing behind the scenes. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you let me give you a hard time after all these years. It's, it's fun. I okay. love it. So uh, I want to dive into some goal. To, boy, we've talked about Jack Campbell a lot, but I think he's relevant yeah. again. I thought he had. Yeah. A good game overall, stopped 29 out of 32, did what was needed as the Oilers took care of the Predators 6-3. I want to ask you about that first goal against last night. Brownie and I talked about it after the game. So I realize it, it subtly changed direction, but I also realize it kind of went through him. And whenever a puck kind of goes through a goalie, yeah. I think it yeah. always gets talked about. Uh, tell me about that play or about, in general, from your experience, those pucks that seem to leak through. Okay, so, well, pucks uh, in today's game don't leak through nearly as often as they did with us. I mean, our styles were um, just so different, right? And so there were more holes or more openings. Uh, we did our very best, but with our style that we played back then, it was just uh, vastly different. So that's you have to throw that out there right off the get-go. So having said that, when goals go through goaltenders, they're disappointed. Uh, by the way, you have to let that go. The, the moment that uh, Jack Campbell let in that first goal, what is it, a minute 15 into the game, you have to let it go. Even though it hit, I think, the shin pad of CC. is that right? Yeah, it was CC. yep. Yeah, and so and and so the big thing there on the whole scope of things, and I know people are going to say, Kelly, you're apologizing for him. Yeah, I will, because certain things are happening in front of you. You just don't expect that to hit your defenseman's body and go in. So he's preparing for what his eyes are telling him with the initial shot. It looks as though it's a clear view. He's not suspecting a stick of the one of the predators. So in his mind, it's like it, this is a clean save. All of a sudden, it accidentally goes off his own player, and you know that it just barely sneaks through you, and now you have to sort of put that thought aside and go, okay, that that one thought that wants to enter your head, like, here we go again, you can't allow that to get loud. That, that has to, you have to shut that down as quickly as possible, and by quickly, I mean, like, two, three, five seconds after, you cannot allow that thought to get loud because it will if you allow it. And so I thought Jack did a good job with that. You know, he's always, because the way he started this year, he's not going to go from that start to having eight consecutive wins and three shutouts in that span. He's got to start building up. And I thought last night was a good step towards that. Uh, I think that I would give him another start uh, tomorrow versus St. Louis. I, I, at some point, we know Skinner's on a roll. They have to find a way to get Jack going. So you'd put him right back in tomorrow, eh? And then to I just, would. Then maybe yeah. Skinner on Saturday. I mean, I'm, they always say it's yeah. game by game, but yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But, but yeah, it's game by game, game by game. But there's always you're mapping out something to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, Campbell's save percentage is 875. Obviously, in this day and age, that's that's well below the standard. He was 906 yeah. in last night's game with his good. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. Skinner's having a, a very good year. He's 919, yeah. which is 11th amongst yeah. goalies who have 10 or more appearances. Yeah. Um, yeah. You live the position. You have to live with the stats. Uh, what do you think about yeah. save percentage? It's my favorite stat. Um, it's the one that I think... 
uh, to me indicates uh, the closest to your play. Like every year that uh, I thought I had a good year, it usually matched up with my save percentage. And and vice versa, if I thought I had a bit of a downer, I'd usually look at my save percentage, and that was indicative of what I thought my play was. So, you know, there are other advanced stats that you can look at, but, you know, I, I think to a certain degree they have, you know, there's credence in there, and I, I look at analytics and so on, but I still say I go back to save percentage. Now, there are a lot of factors in there, how many uh, slot chances, you know, all these different things. I know some people like to say, well, this team really protects their goalie well, and so a lot of the 33 shots were from the outside. In a goalie's mind, it's a lot different than just that. There's a lot that you do to break it down, and to me, most goaltenders would say that save percentage is number one. Goals against has something to do with your play, but usually that's a that's a team average. You know, I think the guy that re- it really says everything about save percentage, Dominic Hoshik, the best goalie to ever play the game, ever play the position, and you look at his save percentages when he was the most dominant player, not only goalie, but most dominant player in the National Hockey League, that number just stands out and it doesn't tell a lie. Uh... I'm going to bring up his page right now. I brought up your page. Yep. Now you played in a different era. By the way, you must I have did. played you must have played on a on one lousy team in Medicine Hat that first year. Uh. <laughs> Reed, Reed, I I'll give you I want to tell that Medicine Hat story to a certain degree. So if you look at it, I had a save percent or goals against a 6.17 my first year. I think I played 55 or 57 games something like that. And at the year-end banquet uh, I was voted, I was given the award for Rookie of the Year and Most Valuable Player. So that puts in context what kind of team we had. Uh, and I'm not making fun of you. That is an interesting story. 12th, because the other two teams you played on in Minnesota were really good. And obviously you had a great junior career. 12-34-7 yeah. yeah. with a 6.17 goals against average and, and an 858 yeah. save percentage. Um, yeah. So and obviously it was it, you weren't probably getting a lot of help either. I don't know if you'd want to I, say I, that, but no, but we were a team of 17-year-olds and we were playing, you know, in a, a league with uh, guys that are 2 years older and that makes a big difference at that age. And so as you mentioned in our our next 2 years, we went to the conference final the next year. So that tells you how that belief in the 17-year-olds really paid off for them. But we would go, this is not an exaggeration. I got a star in Portland uh near the end of the season I believe I gave up 16 goals I think and I was given one of the stars I had 120 shots or something in that category and I remember skating out for one of the stars and the people in the stands that were still in the building uh, were clapping like crazy for me they thought it was so cool that I was given a star after giving up 16 and I never quit like I never got I never got pulled I didn't want to get pulled I was I was in the battle with my teammates 16 eh wow that's yep. I did that a couple times in the WHL. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, Rob tells stories of 9-7 games, but that were locked down defensive efforts in his mind. So <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a different time as well. Uh, the the six-season stretch from 94 yep. to 99, here's Hasek's save percentage by season. 930, 930, 920, 930, 932, 937. So he had a, a six-year stretch in which 920 was his worst season. Right? Is that crazy? So I'll tell, tell you a little story. So when Gretzky and I left uh, 
Mark's uh, L.A. He went to New York, and I went to San Jose. I was watching a Rangers-Buffalo game, and uh, Wayne was the, the guest after the game. I think uh, Buffalo won one nothing or 2 nothing. Hoshik made 40-some saves. It was in Madison Square Gardens. I remember Wayne, like I said, was interviewed post-game, and he said something like, uh, he, he motioned with his hand, there's Dominic Hoshik up here. He raised it well above his head. And then he said, and then he lowered it about a foot, and he goes, and then there's the rest of us. That, that's what Gretzky said about the dominance of Hoshik at that point in his career. That was so telling to me that Wayne uh, knew it, and he, he wasn't shy to, to tell everybody that Hoshik's at a different level. Yeah, his, his prime was... Well, it lasted a long time, plus he, he was incredible yeah, for sure. Kelly Rudy joining yeah. us tonight on Inside Sports. Okay, good thoughts there on goaltending. I, 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 Zach Hyman got a hat trick last night. I was telling Jay Lynn before I came on, uh, like, we had we had calls like people were just happy like generally happy for 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 Zach Hyman I mean Robin yeah. I think he, he he might be if not the most one of the most consistent players we've ever yeah. seen you rarely say ah oh, he had an off night um yeah. th th I, I thought that was really cool for him to get the hat trick and how he got it too oh 100% right and uh I think that he's an easy guy to cheer for, isn't it? Like, isn't he? Like, you know, every every game, when I first started watching him with the Leafs, I was like, oh, my gosh, does this guy work hard? He's not not really getting rewarded, but he's stuck with it. And then finally, his uh, last three years, four years, I guess, with Toronto, he started to put the puck in the net a little bit more often. And I think I've said on this show with you before, Reed, that this signing by Ken Holland will go down as one of his best. I don't know about the very best, but one of the best for his time in Edmonton. I mean, uh, Zach Hyman, I'm probably missing a, a player or two, but Zach Hyman has just been the the ideal player that you sign, and and now he's, he's uh, maintenance-free. He just comes and plays hard every night. He's got, what, 13, I think, on the year? And so I think he's going to break his career high, which he had last year at 27, and he just keeps getting better. And you never worry about the guy because, you know, as you and uh, Rob have said, he just never mails it in. Have you ever had a team's number like Leon seems to have the Predators? Yeah, I was uh, I was good against Vancouver. I don't know what overall my my numbers would be about Van, but I'd stack them up uh, with anybody I played against. I at one point when I went to Los Angeles, now playing in the uh, in the uh, uh, with Smith. the Islanders. Yeah. Or sorry, yes, yeah. okay. thank you. No, the yeah. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Anyways, that division, we never played Vancouver well, very Patrick often. Division but I think, was the Islanders. Yes, thank okay. you. Thank you. I played there for almost six years. I think I'd remember. Um, I, I think I was something like 12-0-2 or 3 or something playing Van, and then finally started playing quite a bit, and their team really improved. But I, Van was my team. I like playing them a lot. That's Because I just brought up your splits. Uh, yeah. Win-loss percentage. Yeah. It would be... Pittsburgh and Dallas that you would have been the most over 500 against. It's interesting how you oh. remember that. But I bet you you oh, had a yeah. group. You probably had a a run against Vancouver, right? Where you okay? Went. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dallas. Dallas. Does it have? I think I had three shutouts in my last 
three or four shutouts, and I didn't have a ton of shutouts, only 17. I think I had three or four shutouts against Dallas alone my last couple, three years. Uh, what does it have you down? Now, I'm assuming that's... We're going to have to go over this closer, more closely next time. It's got you with one shutout against Dallas in your career, three against the Avalanche, oddly enough, which I assume would include Holy. some Quebec games. Now, you would have yeah, played some I would bad, have, yeah, you for would have sure. played a couple bad yeah. Quebec teams, too. Yeah, I remember we beat them 4 uh, nothing in Quebec City, and Bernie Nichols scored his 70th that night. How do you like that? Oh, nice. I talked to Bernie about yeah. a month ago. He was fun to have on. He's a great person, right? Okay. Uh, this was a great interview. I, we kind of meandered, but the, I like doing that. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we'll do this next week. Uh, have fun, man. It. We'll talk to you soon. You got it. Take care, Reed. See you, bud. Right on. Kelly Rudy checking in. Talking Campbell. Save percentage. Some career memories there. He's powered by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian. Store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Burakovsky, sightseeing on the outside, just probing the defense now. Backdoor look, Ovechkin rips, he scores! In a flash! Welcome to the club, number 500 for the great eight. All right, so Ovechkin got 800 last night, but we flash back to his 500th goal, January 10th, 2016. Why do we go back to 500? Now, they didn't say the name in the highlights, but I watched the video and I checked the box score. Edmonton native Jason Chimera got the assist on Ovechkin's 500th goal and was a very keen and interested observer last night as Ovechkin got to 800. And Chimera is going to join us uh, after the 6.30 news to uh, tell the tale of being Ovechkin's teammate. What is he like? And what was it like to assist on one of his milestone goals? That's going to be cool to talk to Chimera. I'm also happy to talk to you, of course. If you own a phone, you can get in touch. 780-496-0063. It is the hotline. It is presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can send me an email, inside sports at 630ched.com, and follow me on boring old Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. I also want to let you know, 7.30 tonight, Jeff Perlman, one of my favorite sports writers, new book is about Bo Jackson. Jeff's going to be on the show this evening as well. Hope you can stick around.